Hello and welcome to the Fidelity Next podcast, brought to you by Fidelity Investments Canada. Fidelity Canada has a long history of involvement directly on university campuses, hosting and participating in events for students. Due to the pandemic, we haven't been able to travel to campuses, but we hope these Fidelity Next podcasts and live webcasts can bridge that gap and provide you with the information and access you would find during typical sessions on campus. Today, we're looking at finding the right career opportunity for you in 2022. Host Quinn Flaherty leads the discussion and is joined by two members of Fidelity Canada's HR department, Mira Ayuanu, Director of Talent Acquisition, and Komo Sharma, Campus Relations Manager. Mira and Como share tips for students looking to start their career or look for opportunities while still in school. Also, what employers are looking for and opportunities here at Fidelity. Now, this discussion was originally presented as a live webcast, so head to fidelity.ca slash next if you'd rather watch the video. And that same page will show you upcoming live interactive webcasts. We were proud to offer many webcasts in 2021 and we'll be continuing with them in 2022. We hope to see you there. So there's a lot to get to today, so let's get started. But first, the views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the participants and do not necessarily reflect those of Fidelity Investments Canada ULC or its affiliates. This podcast is for informational purposes only and should not be construed as investment, tax, or legal advice. It is not an offer to sell or buy or an endorsement, recommendation, or sponsorship of any entity or security cited. Read a fund's prospectus before investing. Funds are not guaranteed. Their values change frequently and past performance may not be repeated. Fees, expenses, and commissions are all associated with fund investments. Hello and welcome to Fidelity Next. My name is Quinn Flaherty and I am the Research and Thought Leadership Manager here at Fidelity Investments Canada. And of course, I'm very happy to be your host of today's Fidelity Next webcast. And today we're gonna to be talking all about careers. And more specifically than that, we're gonna be talking about your career. And whether you are a co-op student looking for a first co-op opportunity, or perhaps you're looking for a second or third co-op opportunity, or even perhaps you're gonna be graduating from whatever university or college that you're attending currently, and you're looking for what that first job or career might look like, I promise you that there is something that you will take away from today's show that you can use for your career search in 2022 and beyond. And I can't really think of two better colleagues that can speak to these particular topics and really careers and career searches than Mira Ayuanu and Komal Sharma. So we have lots to talk about and of course, only so much time. So I wanna bring Mira and Komal to the conversation. Welcome to Fidelity Next, how are you doing? Thank you so much, Quinn, it's a pleasure to be here. So excited to be here, thanks Quinn. So Mira, why don't we start today's conversation? I'll pass the first question to you. What should early grads, there's so much in a career search, so much to think about, consider, and of course, there's so much information out there. What should new grads be considering as they start thinking about their career search? Well, the first thing, and I hope it's reassuring, is that you don't necessarily have to follow a traditional career path. And that's okay. You know, the infamous career ladder is linear. Looking up only maybe gives you blinders with other opportunities that you might miss out that are lateral or maybe across different industries or even in a different job function. I like to think at it as it more of a career lattice. So you might even consider a step down or even a step across before you prepare for that two steps up. You know, maybe you started your career first job as a salesperson and you're out with consumers 
talking about selling products, but what you most enjoy is actually the product itself, you know, understanding consumer behavior, understanding what makes a, a best product. And maybe you might want to pivot. In my view, the value that you would bring is having that experience in the sales environment to bring back to maybe a product development role. Um, twists and turns in careers are not really a drawback. What is of value, I think, to employers is the diversity of the experiences that people bring, right? This is what drives creativity and innovation. This is what truly progressive organizations should be searching for. And that's how Fidelity looks at it. Make sure you give yourself freedom to explore different things. And what better way to future-proof your career than to have a variety of different skills um, in your tool belt? And look, there's no doubt that the pandemic has created a tougher job market, both for candidates and employers. But my advice is take a, a crack at a career plan, write it down, but be flexible, be agile. But there's, very, there's a lot of power in writing it down at least so that you can at least have some sort of direction on your journey. And throughout our conversations, Mira, that we've had together at Fidelity, you've often used the word career sweet spot. And really at this point in our conversation, we're talking about even before you go about conducting a career search, doing an intake on what that sweet spot means to you. And I wonder, maybe you can add, expand on your points about what is the sweet spot and why it's so important in career planning. So the way I see it is a career sweet spot is the intersection between your strengths and your passion, right? Strengths are your strongest skills, your strongest capabilities. Your passion is really what you care about, what, where you would put your biggest commitment and energy towards something you know, what you value, what you love to do. Finding an organization that aligns with those two things, that is a career sweet spot. And, and you know, it's been proven that if you're in a role where you are aligned this way, you're going to do your best work and you're going to thrive. And isn't that what we all want? But a bit of a secret, it's not easy, but it's achievable, right? Don't be discouraged. It might take a bit of time, but don't give up and, and certainly don't settle. In the past, you know, when we've reviewed a resume of someone, of an individual, when they moved around a lot, it was seen as negative, but not today. It's the opposite. We want diversity of experience and diversity, um, you know, to be a positive to the organization. And also organizations are recognizing that today's employees want to find purpose and connections with their, their employer. And so they don't just want a job. So Fidelity takes the lead on that from our employees. You know, uh, we want to create a company that they can connect with. So from very active employee resource groups to charitable work opportunities that we have, our employees have two days paid a year to, to volunteer at their charity of choice. Opportunities for our employees to sit down with senior leaders to hear from them about their plans for the organization, their, their results, their, their um, mission and vision. And having an opportunity to interact with senior leaders is really important too. Well, I, it's a great point that you make about fidelity and our employee and charity days. I know Mira, we worked together on a couple of charity days and had some really great time together. Enjoyed that. Well, well maybe I can, I can ask you a question and kind of based off what Mira just mentioned about the diversity of skills, but also balance of skills. And I think a question that we've all debated and I'm sure our audience members as students have debated is, what should the focus be? Is it, should it really be on technical hard skills or there should be a balance of maybe soft skills and those human skills? Now, what does that balance, what should it look like? Are they both important? What, what kind of advice can you give our student audience today about that? 
most of the time, hard skills, they can be taught and developed over time, and they're not always necessarily deal breakers. But when it comes to soft skills, such as attitude, communication, dependability, you know, these are things that are really essential when it comes to your career and building relationships. And at Fidelity, we understand, you know, how important these soft skills are, especially for students who are so early in their career. So within the program, we provide training to accelerate those soft skills. And that includes um, business etiquette, communication skills, uh, emotional intelligence, really valuable training that students can take with them and apply throughout their entire career. And there's also a lot of skills that come from trans, uh, a lot of transferable skills that students can bring um, to the table. So, you know, if they've worked part-time jobs or uh, been involved with extracurricular activities at school, you know, students don't always come with a ton of experience, but when it comes to skills, it's about knowing what your strengths are and just as importantly, uh, where you can improve. Based on your reaction and, and Mira's responses as well, we want that diversity experience. We want the balance of both those different skills. We know what our career sweet spot is now. And now start to, we're starting our career search. We're starting to get information to see where that sweet spot can be a good fit. And so as we start our career search and we talk about actions to take, what are some of those responsible actions or real um, actions that students should be taking as they begin that real career search? LinkedIn is a great place to start. Um, you know, organizations are always posting about upcoming information sessions, networking sessions. So students should be attending them, you know, attend them, post on LinkedIn after, say you attended it, say what you enjoyed about it, maybe tag the company and reach out the rep to the representatives who you met during the session. You know, now you have the perfect opening to to send that direct message. It, it, it really is not about, you know, copying and pasting messages and sending them every which way, hoping for someone to respond. It, it's not really a numbers game like that when it comes to networking, but it's really about being thoughtful about the people you're reaching out to, why you're reaching out to them, um, because they're working at a company maybe that you want to, you know, consider in the future, or they're in a role that you can see yourself in. So really being thoughtful about the people you're reaching out to. Don't zero in on, on one person, you know, and, and get discouraged, but um, just being strategic about that and then also being strategic about the messaging. So I would avoid messages like, you know, really great session, would love to connect more uh, to learn about the company. You know, it, it's it's kind of, it's very vague and it's open-ended and it almost shows that, you know, you haven't taken the initiative to do that research before reaching out to this representative. It doesn't highlight, you know, what you bring to the table. You know, so being clear and concise, attaching your resume, saying what you're looking for, what program you're studying in, and even mention in your message, you know, if, if that's not the right person that you're reaching out to, maybe they could connect you to someone at the company who is. And right there, you're already expanding your network. And just the last thing I'll say about that is also, um, you know, connecting with your peers. So, you know, there's campus ambassadors and, you know, maybe students who have done co-ops at a company that you want to work at reach out to them, you know, ask for tips on how they landed that co-op. Um, maybe they can introduce you to their contacts at the company. So it's truly about networking and creating meaningful connections all around you. Toma, I want to jump on the word that you mentioned, which is clear. And it's great. What can happen, I, I imagine many students have been in that situation where you build great relationships with different people and in maybe different industries or perhaps the same industry in different roles. And it's hard to kind of really... Um, differentiate between one opportunity and the other. And maybe Mira, I can ask you this question is, how can students who are looking for career opportunities, how can they become clear about their career choices with so much information and relationships that they're building through their careers? I think finding your path is about self-reflection, right? So we talked about strengths. 
knowing your strengths. Sometimes it's hard because we don't really know what we're strong in because we're still students and, and still working through that. So I would say ask people closest to you, roommates, parents, your teaching assistants, ask them and they might give you the honest truth about what you're good at and maybe what you're not good at. So you want to stay away from that stuff. But another source is um, behavioral assessments, personality assessments. Those are actually pretty accurate. There's a ton of them online. There's You can talk to your community or your university career centers and really get a complete a few of those because it'll give you a sense of kind of your your inherent traits, your preferences, your your strengths. Um, you might hear that you need structure, that you're risk averse, that you're analytical person, or you're a relationship builder, or you're naturally empathetic. Really helpful to really get a sense of who you are inherently, because it'll help you kind of target different things. And then, and then as important is what is important to you when you're looking for a job. You know, and I would say, don't get too distracted with what other people expect you to do. It's actually your career journey. And last I checked, you'll be on it for about 35 years. So, right. so visualize yourself, maybe. What are you doing? How are you contributing to the role? Um, what does it look like? You know, maybe it's, it's a large organization. Uh, maybe it's a small organization. Are you someone that wants structure and stability and you're risk averse? Maybe you work for the government or a, a big bank or a large insurance company, or you might enjoy creating and innovating and doing your thing and being autonomous. Maybe it's a, a tech shop or a, a startup organization. You know, there's so many opportunities out there and you shouldn't limit yourself. So when I graduated from U of T with my honors BA, I was feeling pretty anxious, actually, about getting my first job, to be clear. And um, I thought, it should be a sprint, right? I should get the job fast. But I didn't realize it's a marathon. Um, what I didn't do is let my ego get in the way. So I accepted a role right out of school a few months later in a junior HR job on contract with one of the big banks. And I think I actually delivered mail as one of my tasks. <laughs> so it was pretty junior, except it was great. I learned so much. In the end of the year, I got a converted to permanent. I got a job in HR at head office, and it was great. And and you know what? Your first job is is really a means to an end. It's not the end itself. The other thing that I would say when you're thinking about choosing an organization, my view has always been that it's more important to select a really great organization rather than the perfect job at an okay organization. And the reason I say that is because companies who have strong cultures like Fidelity focus on employees, right? They focus on their engagement. Profitable companies that have sustainable plans create opportunities, even though the job might be not perfect, but remember it's a marathon, so you'll get there. And maybe I can take that point and, and pass this question along to Como, and that is, Fidelity as an organization, if you can think about your career as a marathon, as Mira just mentioned, there are a lot of different opportunities that could be uncovered throughout a, a, throughout a career. I know you have some examples about that here at Fidelity, specifically to um, co-op students as well. Yeah, so we hire a lot of students into full-time roles after they graduate. We've hired students from kinesiology programs into sales, from marketing into HR. 
social sciences into client services. So as as Mira mentioned, you know, there's really no traditional career path. And, and that's truly a good thing because at Fidelity, we have that culture where we encourage students to explore different areas so they could, you know, be exposed to real life experience and decide what career path is right for them. Mira, um, one of our audience members today is asking about customer service, client success roles, and wondering in this environment, are there opportunities in these particular areas? And maybe you could speak to client services and the role it has within the organization here at Fidelity. We hire a number of people into our customer service organization. And the, the great thing about that area is the opportunities you have to move around. So we often hire customer service reps from school with a little bit of experience because when they come in, we have extensive training and opportunities for people to grow and learn. There's so many examples I can give of individuals that started kind of as a call center rep that have moved up to management, pivoted over to corporate affairs. The basis is really helpful of the training because at Fidelity, the, the, the customer is critical to us. So there's a lot invested in ensuring that our customer service organization meets the needs of the, of the, the customers. And that's where there's a lot of support there. It's a great question. And in fact, we have openings right now and they're all posted on our website. So we are looking for customer service associates at the moment. Bomo, a question for you. How can a student who's watching today make their sales application stand out? Maybe you could talk again about the sales role within Fidelity and our, our training programs that's specific to it for students. So our sales development program is actually our biggest opportunity for new grads. We hire for our four regional offices. So that's Toronto, Montreal, Calgary, and Vancouver. And I would say, you know, when you want your resume or your skills to stand out in sales, um, it's really about, you know, having empathy, having that customer service experience, showing examples of when you've uh, connected with clients. I think that definitely goes a long way. Our Sales development program, actually, we provide training and give you all the tools you need to be successful in that area. Um, it's a very progressive career path, and we only hire from within. So it's definitely a great way to kickstart your career. And I'll add to that, Como, that um, we just had a Fidelity Next webcast a few weeks ago with Kate Bacco and Patrick Barkas, who are part of our sales team. And if you're interested in particular to our audience members who are interested in a sales role at Fidelity, please go to fidelity.ca slash next. There's a replay available and there's lots of information specific to sales here at the company. I'll pass on one more question to you, Mira, and it's a follow-up on the client services, customer success roles. Are these roles uh, remote opportunities and are there opportunities in both Ontario and Quebec? Absolutely remote, right? We have such flexibility today, especially from the, these roles. So yes, we are open to having someone remote and then the bulk of our roles are based in Toronto and Montreal. So for hybrid roles, that's how it would be structured. But yeah, definitely flexibility. We're open to uh, talking to um, individuals that are interested across the country. My next question for you, uh, Mira, is we have the applications. Students have understood their sweet spot. They've taken action. They've built connections with recruiters like yourself or Como. And now it's time for you as the recruiting, the hiring manager and the recruiter figure out and assess their fit within Fidelity specifically. So my question for you is, how do you assess um, an applicant's fit within, within the company and for particular roles? Well, my first comment is we don't assess fit. We actually assess a complement to our culture. Fit denotes that they're assimilating to our culture. And in fact, that's the 
actual opposite of the truth, right? We want them to complement fidelity. And the diversity of experience and thought is like really important. For diverse opinions, we have the better solutions we create for our clients. We also aim to assess how people work, not just what they produced. So are you collaborative? Are you a strong team player? Do you work with integrity? You know, are you generating ideas? Are you communicating clearly? Do you have a growth mindset? You know, these are all the things that we value at Fidelity. Every organization has their their areas of value, and that's where you would do your research to really zone in on those. Now, we can't really assess anyone's candidacy without, if you can't tell your story, right? So you got to practice that. Draw from all those experiences that we that Como talked about, volunteering, school, jobs, and bring out all these examples of where you were a leader, perhaps a problem solver, an innovator, uh, when you were curious. When you look at the job profiles that you're applying to, read between the lines, right? It's all there, everything that's important to us. And that's what you want to really draw from. When, when you're um, interacting with individuals for jobs, whether it be in an interview or even in a networking session. My, my view is students have a huge advantage because they have fresh ideas and they're very current. Some might say more experienced individuals might have blind spots. They might have history. Maybe they solved a business problem six years ago and they want to apply maybe the same solution that worked six years ago today to a business problem, likely it won't work. It's actually been proven that students excel in these areas. So organizations know that they need to be innovative. They need to be progressive. And students could really showcase their ideas um, in that way, especially when you're talking to a, a potential employer. Thank you, Mira. And Como, Mira mentioned the fact that we always look at what someone can bring to our organization, of course. but what we also do for co-op students in particular is we provide an immense amount of training. And we already talked about for new grads and the sales development pathway a little bit. Can you talk about the training opportunities that are available through the co-op process and program here at Fidelity? You know, we hire around 150 students every year. And we hire for finance, marketing, HR, technology, uh, client services, digital media. So we really are looking for students from universities all across and colleges all across Canada from all different programs. In addition to the training I mentioned earlier for the soft skills, we also have a mentor match program at Fidelity. It's really great because you essentially, you know, connect with someone who is uh, in a career path that you eventually want to be in at Fidelity and they're able to provide you guidance, answer any questions the way um, from their experience. So that's a real big perk uh, for our student experience. And what's unique about our student program is that we don't hire students for just one time placement. We encourage students to return to Fidelity for another work term. So they really get an idea of what a well-rounded uh, career at Fidelity looks like. And, you know, we give divisional overviews. So even let's say if you're in a marketing position, but you're interested to see what finance does or HR or corporate affairs, there's all this exposure uh, as a student. So you get to see what other students are doing, what other what other teammates are doing. So uh, I think that's a real crucial part. Uh, so it's really not just you're not really left alone at Fidelity. Um, we really do um, guide our students throughout the whole time they're with us. Do you need to be in finance or have a business degree? Um, do you hire STEM grads or from other departments? I know you mentioned we've hired folks in our sales from kinesiology, from kinesiology backgrounds. Can you expand on that point a little bit about the diversity, diversity of 
uh, academic experience? So I think at Fidelity, you know, we provide all this training and we really do give a lot of tools and resources. So obviously, you know, you, you're coming in you're, with whatever you're bringing to the table. Maybe you have great soft skills. Maybe you have those like crucial hard skills. But we really want to, you know, the learning never stops. We definitely want everyone to develop and reach their full potential. And there's so much investment in the employees that way. So even, you know, it doesn't matter what, where you come from, what degree, what program, I would definitely say there's an opportunity for you at Fidelity. And even if you're not sure how you get there, we provide resources and every, we have a culture that's so inclusive. You know, if you reach out to someone for a coffee chat, everyone's always open. And, you know, I think that's really hard to find uh, in every, in a lot of organizations. Mira, there's lots of students here who perhaps are in first or second year who maybe don't have a lot of experience and they're concerned about, well, how can my application stand out with what they believe to be little experience? You know what? I would say you still have something to to share and bring and, and showcase. So, you know, you really just got to dig deeper because every experience you've had, whether it even might be a project at school and the role that you played in that project with the, the sorry, the group project, because what we're looking for ultimately is those behavioral capabilities like leadership, organization. So you'll have to just draw from some of those experiences. Even you might have on campus um, volunteering or contributions to events. We would draw it out in an interview, right? Even Because we really want to get a sense of who you are, even though you don't have maybe work experience that, that showcase some of these skills. It's really like telling your story. So practicing. I always like to give this advice when people are interviewing. Uh, pick one or two or three things that you think are your strengths and make sure you have examples supporting each. So an actual example that interviewer can dig deep and really understand, because that'll help us uh, showcase your skills. That's great feedback. And thank you for that, Mira. And maybe the last question I'll pass to you, Komal. And it's an important one, talking about opportunities here at Fidelity. And maybe, Komal, you could speak to how students can apply for co-op positions or early grad roles here at the company. We'll be starting recruitment for the summer 2022 term in January. So I encourage all students to check their school job boards to apply. And we'll also be posting the opportunities on our fidelity.ca website. So please make sure to check them out. And, uh, you know, hopefully you'll be working at Fidelity sometime soon. Excellent. Thank you, Komal. And as I started today's show, I said, I don't think there's two people in the organization who would better speak to career searches and giving advice to students about their own career searches. And I think we proved that point here today. So Komal and Mira, thanks for joining me on Fidelity Next. And hopefully we'll have you on another time, soon in the future. Thanks for listening to the Fidelity Next podcast, brought to you by Fidelity Investments Canada. You can visit fidelity.ca for details on future live webcasts, follow Fidelity Canada on Twitter, and subscribe to our podcast on your podcast platform of choice. And if you like what you're hearing, please leave a review or a five-star rating. Thanks. See you next time.